This is Robert Balgach and welcome to the Black Swan Secrets Podcast. Our focus here is to help you grow as a producer and as a business owner in the life insurance industry. Enjoy the ride. Disclaimer. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Strategies discussed in this podcast may not be suitable for you and you should make your own independent decision regarding them. This material does not take into account your particular objectives, financial situation or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Hello, everyone. Um, Yeah, Tracy, just even hearing what you just said has inspired me a little bit. Those of you that are brand new and you don't know what our leads look like, what they look like are people either want it or they don't want it. (laughs) And if you are dialing and the person is a, they're saying, no, I don't want it. They sort of mean it. Right. And we just need to get through the no's to get to the yeses. And when you find the yeses they're they maybe they just weren't ready three months ago or whatever. And so Tracy, get used to that. Um, that is what it looks like. We just have to find the people that are literally looking for it. And, um, I, I had a nice sale just before this call today and it was, um, It's something that I struggle with personally. And what I struggle with is chasing someone. So if somebody, if you call somebody and they say, yes, I'm still interested, I'm still looking for life insurance, and then they no show you, if you are not taking that super seriously, you are going to have a Lamborghini, you know, parked in some, you know, garage somewhere uh, in the underwriting garage, not the underwriting garage, but like the, the possibilities garage. So um, make sure if you have not come up with a system for when you get no-showed, when somebody did say they want it, people are just busy these days. The way the way the matrix is set up, Robert, <laughs> it's set up so we are, you know, going to be working until our last day. These Everyone is busy. And um, listen, we will remember that I was just telling my new agent, Cole, like we will remember that we need highlights. We will remember that we need a hair trim, you guys with your, you know, you know, you will remember that appointment. The insurance appointment is, you know, it's kind of an easy one to like, whoops, I forgot it. So chase those people. Um, And whoever had that lead, maybe, you know, Tracy, three, six months ago, and they did not close it. If that person or maybe it was never sold actually, I don't know. Um, but if it was sold to somebody a really long time ago um, and they just didn't keep pursuing it, it would have been their sale. So I'm happy for you, Tracy. I'm glad you had that example. And so what I'd like, I I think, I always intend to have a short, sweet, crisp message and on we go with our day. That's my plan. <laughs> um, so that's my plan today. And I'm going to talk about something that... Um, is very uh, dear to my heart. And the reason why I have decided today is a good day to talk about this topic is because um, Ethos is kicking off this IUL. What is it, six days and counting now? And um, we need to have a conversation about the IUL. 
And I have a particular way. I remember early days when I was, you know, just trying to learn what's the difference between term and whole life. I was so overwhelmed with all the insurance words. It just, it took, you know, once it clicked, it clicked. But then all of a sudden, then they said, oh, there's annuities and there's index universal life and there's all the, you know, tax-free retirement options and all these fancy things. I read so many books and articles on it. And I was still confused. And my brain just works like that. It just, it shuts down on like, this is so complicated. How can I possibly learn this? And then all of a sudden, at some point, I heard it one more time. And now I I can simplify it. So um, I'm hoping, Lee and I have not talked about this, but I'm hoping on uh, Rookie Roundtable at noon, he can take this to the next level uh, of his uh, secret sauce. My secret sauce on IUL um, is uh, keep it simple. All right. So I went and I was so confused. I didn't want any of my clients to be confused. So I dumbed it down. So dumbed down that probably you get on rookie round table with Lee and he's going to put in some, some juice in there that, that I don't even add into it. I, and I don't really know how he presents, but um, so I'm going to talk about index universal life, but hear me, we are a term, we are a simplified issue term product and final expense product company. That is our bread and butter. Okay, so all you new agents, I'm going to say some things you may or may not have heard. Know that when you are listening to people and what they need, they're not, it's super rare that somebody says, yes, I would like to be my own banker and I want a tax-free retirement. People are not saying that. Not in, not uh, our, uh, our lead base is typically lower middle income, typically. All right. And what they mostly need is a simple term and you give them that simple term. And then if in two years you want to, you know, on one of your annual reviews, you might discuss you know, and the next universal life product with them. And now you have two commission earnings on it and they're even better protected. But on day one, what you risk doing, if you start getting excited about the IUL, confused people don't buy, right, Dick? They don't. So if you start throwing in all this fancy stuff, all of a sudden you're going to get the phrase that we all dread. Let me think about it, right? So I need to, you know, I'm, I'm saying this in my louder lioness voice, lioness in the wild, of course, right? We're not in a zoo. So I'm saying it in that voice that we are simplified issue, term and final expense. Every once in a while, you will realize that you might need to talk about index universal life and I may or may not discuss when that is on this call. You might want to talk with your upline because all of you new people um, don't 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 get too excited. Most of my agents, once they learn this, this is the, they just start telling this to every single client. And so that's why I'm saying that first. People get excited about it. So index universal life. You do have to be under age 65. Um, actually, I don't know how old with F and G maybe older than uh, that with F and G, but that's not typically what we do with that age person anyway. 
Um, you do have to be a particular level of health. But Index Universal Life, I did put into the chat, there is a brochure that Mutual of Omaha has. I'm sure I have in my arsenal, one from Foresters and one from F&G, but go ahead and grab the Mutual of Omaha a PDF for Index Universal Life, save it on your desktop, not for you to discuss that brochure with the client, they're going to fall asleep and thanks, you know, uh, but sometimes you might, you might feel inclined to say, let's say you didn't close it on the spot, you might be inclined to say, I'm going to send you something on this. And that's something you can send them. And it sort of doesn't matter the company at this point when you're just having introductory conversation, because remember, they're buying you. All right. So even though it says Mutual of Omaha, we've got this ethos one that's coming around the corner. But OK, so you're having your conversations and you have um, decided that this is a candidate. And uh, I may or may not get into when is it a candidate and when do I pull this out? But here is how I present. Um, and I do suggest, even if you crumble this up and throw it away, I do suggest you write th this down. All right. It's going to be five points. And this is how I took all of that confusing, all the books and everything. And it, I felt like it took me years. I'm not quick like Robert. Robert is like, he sees it and it's like in there and he can remember what you said 10 years down. I'm not, my brain is not like that. And these clients they're probably more like me. They're not even a licensed agent. So I'm going to dumb this thing down into the five critical pieces that get people excited. Number one. So I'm going to, I'm going to say this to you the way um, I trained myself, which was face-to-face -face, kitchen table. I took a piece of paper and I drew this thing out. Okay. The drawing out thing did seem to make a difference on, um, Point number two and three, but um, number one, LB plus DB. And then um, LB, I'm sure you guys, well, DB, death benefit, LB, living benefit. And this is an opportunity. So each point you are trying to say, you're trying to keep it simple, but if there's room in there to shut down anyone who might be a, comp a competitor, including a work-owned policy, you're trying to throw some of those into it, okay? So, so this policy will have living benefit and death benefit. Death benefit means, so here's my insert, means you own this uh, and there's a death benefit. It, as long as you pay your premium, you will have this policy. And just, I'll just say, it's not something like what, you know, if you, it's something that you get from your job, that the job owns it and, you know, might go away. You know, just an opportunity to say the reason why uh, work-owned policies are not great. Living benefits, I don't get into that too much. I used to, but people don't care as much about it as I wanted them to, especially in the context of an IUL. LB, living benefit, that means, you know, hey, Bob, you know, I don't want anything to happen to you, but if in, you know, two years you have a stroke and you still have to pay your mortgage off and have to pay for all your cancer treatments or stroke treatments or whatever, you would be able to access this money, uh, like having a savings account, you know, to instantly that you don't need to even, you know, pay it back. So living benefit, living benefit, death benefit is point number one. Um, if all you even say about point number one is living benefit, death benefit, you're good. The other stuff I, I fill in if I feel like I need to. Point number two, 
I, I'll say this is cash accumulating. And this is when I would take a little cup. I would draw you on my piece of paper and then I would draw an arrow. It's so silly, you guys, but for some reason, people were just captivated with my piece of paper, with my cup and my arrow. So each time you make a, you know, a payment into this, you're accumulating some cash value. Um, and this is, again, my way to shut down the competitors. Unlike a term policy where it's like renting insurance. So maybe you have somebody where they're like, oh, I'm covered. I have a term policy. I have a $500,000 term policy. And I, I can see that they need this product either instead of or in addition to. So this is my opportunity to say something about what I'm kind of competing against so they can see the difference. So with this, it's like owning a house versus renting a house. Um, so you're going to accumulate cash value in the money in this bucket. Different than living benefit is it does not have anything to do with if you're ill or not. This is, you know... If you wanted to put money in here on your kids, I just sold three of these. I made over $1,000 last week on this. I sold three of these to a guy who has three kids because I said this bit to him for him and his wife. He wanted this for the, his kids. I said, so this is the only place that you can accumulate cash for your kids' college, and it does not count against them on their FAFSA. So those 529s and all those other deals, I just, I got four kids in college, like um, FAFSA is a real thing. And we want our kids to be able to get a grant, some funding. And what they do is they, they find, you know, where's your money? What's your savings? What's in your 529? What's here? What's there? And it reduces what they would end up getting with um, grants, right? So point number two, cash accumulation, you put money into it, um, you know, and then that can grow. And uh, then we get to the next point, which is point number three, you're going to earn uh, interest on this as an interest bearing. And so each of our companies have a different, this might be something Lee, you can maybe get into a little more deep than me. I, I, I barely talk about the interest numbers. And um, I got your yes on that, Lee. I don't mean to, you probably had a big plan for noon today, but um, each company has, you know, a, a base of zero or a base of 2% or whatever. And then some companies go as high as like 12.5, you know, each company and depending which product you might put them in, they're not just putting money into the cash value bucket, but it's also earning interest. And then in this moment, I will say, this is one of my point number three, I will say, you know, how much money are you making on your savings account? <laughs> Make my little laugh. And I say, I, with me, I think on my checking and savings account, I'm earning 0.0001% or, you know, one half percent, maybe even. And then, oh my God, I know, like connect with them. These are little moments of connecting. All right. And so even if we were on the low end, and you just earned the 2.25%, you know, because it was a bad year or whatever, that is interest that you would otherwise have not earned, and you don't lose anything you put in there. Again, competing against 401k, you could lose what's in your 401k. What you grow in here, it's not like it then goes down and, and removed. So, and then I'll throw in Walt Disney built, you know, Disney on and then next universal life cancer, you know, and then he was, there's a lot. And then I will, I won't get into the details about taking loans out or anything. Um, I, but I might say, you know, and you can get real fancy with this 
this category here of the cash accumulation and the interest where, I mean, if you really wanted to go to town, you could build a tax-free retirement uh, out of this, you know, depending, you know, on things. But listen, when you're first inter introducing, I don't get into all, all the little extra little bits. Um, and when I'm done with all five points, I'm going to go back over the main thing. So if you block out all of my extra little uh nibbles in there. Uh, you can block those out until you're comfortable with them. So that's point number three, where there is uh, the, the interest bearing account. Okay. Then we're going to go into point number four. Number four is flexibility. So unlike a term, again, we're trying to, you know, we don't know what we're competing against. Sometimes we're competing against an already policy. Sometimes we're competing against uh, two agents that they're already talking with. They don't, reveal to us that they're shopping us usually. So then I'll say flexible. So, you know, those term products and whole life products, they give you a quote and then you better pay that premium or your policy is going to lapse. With this, you can pay more or you can pay less. Now to get you in the door, this is the quote and this is the quote you need to be at for this to be there for you, you know, for the long haul. Uh, I don't get into point number five. Well, almost did it right there. Um, so flexible. So now why would somebody pay less? Because maybe they got laid off for a couple years and they want to keep this policy. Guys, I literally had somebody last week. I feel like I even just told you all this. I feel like you guys are my best friends in this moment. I feel like I told you uh, last week I had somebody who called and he was like, oh, I need the form to get my banking changed. And, you know, I, I my bank was somebody broke into it. I don't know what he said. And then I said, well, how long ago was it? And it was like a year and a half ago. And just thankfully he had enough cash value in there that it kept his policy afloat. So he was able to pay zero, not even the minimum. I mean, he was able to pay zero and it was still alive. And he was so relieved because for him to get that that rate again or anything again, it would uh, he would not even qualify. So flexible. So you can pay less. You can also pay more. And this is my time when I'll say, remember how I talked to you a minute ago about like sometimes we might want to use this as our way of, you know, this is how I save for the, the car that I'm going to pay cash for. This is how I'm going to put money in uh, with an interest bearing account to put a down payment on a house or for college funding or, you know, whatever are your dreams out there, you know, maybe you want to buy a snowmobile next year, you put the money and let the interest work. So maybe you want to put extra in there. And, you know, and, and as Dick knows very well, this is that's the part where we can help people pay off their mortgages early. You know, you put enough, instead of putting an extra payment into, uh, you know, sending it to the bank where it just goes in there and just sits flat, you take that extra payment to the mortgage and you put it into this, let it earn interest you know, and um, you can pay off that mortgage even sooner. So that's point number four, the flexibility. You can pay more or less. So if you all, if just circle one word on that, that's just flexibility. You can pay more or less. The rest is just fluffy stuff. And point number five, I word it very carefully. Um, this can be permanent. I don't say this is permanent. I don't want to get, you know, have a stick put in my eye, right? So it can be permanent. And uh, so, you know, I'm glad you have this term policy over here, Bob. I see you still have some minor, you know, you know, young children. We want to make sure we have a large uh, policy going on over here. But this one, at least we can guarantee your insurability today. Remember, we, you know, I love that phrase. At least we can guarantee your insurability today because maybe you couldn't qualify for this product when you retire or when you're 45 or whatever. So, um so we get you in and then this can be your 
can be your permanent product. Now, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know if you're going to underfund it for many, many, many years. I don't know if you're going to not pay on it for two years. Well, that would be an underfunded product, and I can't say it would end up being permanent for you. But the way I quoted you, which you can work with your upline on all the different ways you can quote these policies. The way I quoted this for you is so that this can be there for you till age 100 or whatever. I mean, some of them go to age 120. Some people wants to have it built to age 90. You know, each of those choices are um, change what the, the monthly quote is going to be. Um, so I'm going to go over the five points one more time so that you have clear, even though I did a lot of uh, explanation on the side, if you could have one through five, just say LB plus DB, you decide what you say in addition to that. Number two, cash accumulation, you decide what more or less you say about that. Number three, um, earns interest. And I, I, you know, depending on the product that I was selling, I would literally write on the piece of paper, this number to this number, you would maybe verbally say that point number four, flexibility. People get laid off. I mean, this is the time, you know, we're, we're ramping up for another shutdown for the winter and masking up. We don't know who's going to be losing their jobs or whatever, but we don't know what tomorrow is. Maybe you love the end of this product to know that can be flexible. So flexibility, and number five, you can write down the word permanent. Just know I say the wording, you know, can be permanent. So, um, yeah, that is what I've got for you. I want to just kind of go right straight for it. And how do I do on time? Oh, I, I thought I was talking for 10 minutes. <laughs> All right. So uh, anybody have any questions? Um, we'll get to... Uh, Anybody wants to add their own special way, you know, maybe another time so we don't have the call running too long, but anybody have any questions off the top about IUL? Keeping in mind, we're selling term and final expense to 90 plus percent of our clients. No, that was, that was really good summary, Carrie. And it's one of those things where IUL kind of becomes the differentiator for you because everybody and their mother and father and adopted sister or child is selling term insurance. So when Ethos, and by the way, tomorrow we have Jake Bear from Ethos. He's gonna go and present the details, nuts and bolts of that new Ethos IUL product, which is probably gonna be the most convenient IUL product in the market because they're gonna have 10 to 15 minutes approvals, end to end from the beginning to the end, IUL getting approved up to a million dollars in debt benefit, which is unprecedented in the industry. So Jake is going to talk about that. The piece that uh, Carrie attached in the meeting chat, the Moo IUL is our best-selling product right now because a lot of our agents really mastered the way to presenting this because it's it's a much bigger value than just term insurance and uh, you know hoping you're never going to go and cash that in. So that was a really good summary, Carrie. 